everyone, welcome to the Bible Project Daily Podcast. It's so good to have you with me again today. I'm so thankful that you've decided to partner and journey with me through this amazing project, which is to go through the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And today we're in episode 270, which is part 201 of season two, which is we're working through the book of Genesis. And today we're going to be covering the verses Genesis 26, 8 to 11. I would remind you that if you'd like to get a transcript of what was said, there's always one available in any audio version of the episode. In the episode notes, you'll find it there. But other than that, let's dive straight back into the text, Genesis 26, reading for you verses 8 and 9, which tells us this. When Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down from a window and saw Isaac caressing his wife Rebekah. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, She is really your wife. Why did you say she is your sister? Isaac answered him, Because I thought I might lose my life on account of her. So at this point, Isaac's been in Gerar a long time. We don't know how long, but it's clearly been quite a while. Then Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looks through a window and he sees Isaac showing endearment, the King James Version calls it, on Rebekah, his wife. Now we don't know exactly what these two were doing, but what it was was in public and it's likely they're doing something more than you would expect to see a brother and a sister do. He was hugging or caressing her, the NIV translates it. Now we don't know exactly what's going on, but it wasn't the sort of thing you'd normally see someone doing with their sister, particularly at that time. But the big point here is that if you lie, however careful you be, the truth will always get out. Because often if you lie, and it's a long-term thing, you get used to living the lie, and you start to take things for granted, and of course you eventually let your guard down. And that's the problem with lying. It's very hard to maintain the facade. So I think the key to understanding this verse is the fact that they've been living this way, as it actually says in the text, for a long time. They've been playing this game of brother and sister for so long that they've got complacent. And finally, one day, for a moment, he's acted in a way in public that Abimelech has seen, and it becomes obvious to him that he's not his sister at all. She must be his wife. So why did you say she's my sister, he asks him. And Isaac confesses, I said, I'm going to tell you the truth because I was afraid you'd kill me on account of her. That's why I did it. And Abimelech is rightly irritated. Let's see how he reacts. Picking up in verse 10. Then Abimelech said, what is this you have done to us? One of my man might have slept with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech gave orders to all the people Anyone who harms this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. This is very interesting because it is the unbeliever that is acting in the correct way. It is the unbeliever that is rebuking the man of faith. This pagan king knew that what was going on had gone on wasn't right. But the question that begs is how does he know it was right? Who is to say when something is right or something is wrong? He thought it was wrong to lie. How did Abimelech know that? For at this point, this is before even the Ten Commandments had been given. 
Well, in the book of Romans, Paul tells us very clearly that everyone has the law of God written in their hearts. To use the phrase of modern philosophy, there is a moral imperative that lies within the hearts and minds of all people. There is a thing we call the moral consciousness. It's universally known that it is wrong to lie. It's universally known that it is wrong to steal. It's universally accepted that it is wrong to murder. And according to Paul in Romans chapter 2, these things are written into the hearts and mind of every created human being. And in this case, it's the unbeliever who rebukes Isaacs and says, what you're doing is wrong. This is all wrong. And Abimelech then issues the orders that anyone who touches Isaacs or his wife should be put to death. Now one more observation worth making I think around all of this is even today there are some Christians who actually are more moral than Christians. Sometimes as Christians we'll get accused of being hypocrites when we slip into sinful ways but we're not necessarily being a hypocrite. Sometimes we're just being human. Human beings that are forgiven but it is still lies within our nature to fall and to sin. Some non-Christians, some atheists, yes indeed, they are very moral people and the Bible recognises that. In fact, if you've got time, have a look at Paul's letter to 1 Timothy, particularly chapter 5, which unpacks this idea a bit for us. But here today, the story so far is really a rather simple one. There is a famine, God appears and tells Isaac not to go to Egypt, but he goes to a Philistine city instead and there he chooses to lie about his wife and he gets caught in that deceit. So what would you say is the point of the story up to now? And why is it here? Why is it in the Bible? To ask this question another way, way, what can we get out of this? What can we learn from this so far? What is the Lord trying to tell us by including this strange story in the Bible? Well, I'll try and begin to unpack that tomorrow and maybe reach some conclusions in the next episode. But other than that, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. And I really hope to see you right back here again tomorrow or very soon. Bye-bye for now.